back, I'm back. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G from HP. It is Tuesday. It is Kobe Day. Dog, oh, just realized that. I've been listening to Kobe talk all day in the sports radio, driving around. Um, yeah, 824. Man. And obviously yesterday was his birthday, 823. Um, he would have turned, I believe, 43. And um, yeah. Oh, you know, man, it it sucks, dog. I, I talked about it when he passed away, man. You know, this one, this one hit, right? This one hit differently for sure. Um, the guy's almost my age; he's only a couple years older than me. Basically, grew up together, watching his whole career from day one. Fresh out of high school, I was in high school when he got drafted, so I was like, dude, wow, man, seventeen years old, dog, going into the NBA, and from that moment, I don't know. And I'll be—I've said it too in the past. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan at first, you know. Um, in his early years, obviously, he was great. I just, you know, I saw Jordan play. I—I I, even though I'm not a Bulls fan or a Jordan fan, I saw greatness. I saw greatness. And so when Kobe came in, I'm like, this guy's a wannabe. Jordan, right? So that's why it took me a while to like, but he's a Laker, right? So obviously I'm cheering for him. I want him to do good. I want the Lakers to win. Um, but I remember being at first like, you know, like, let, let's see what this kid got. And I got to be honest with you. When he shot those air balls in Utah and choked a few times early in his career, I doubted him. I only, not only did I doubt him, I was like, good, good, motherfucker. Who you think you are? You ain't Jordan. I was that guy. I was that guy. I was, again... I'm literally like a year and a half younger than him, fool. So I'm gonna be 42. He just turned 43. Like we're we're this, that pretty much the same age. So um, I was hating, of course, a little bit, but he obviously grew on me. Greatness was evolving, and when Shaq came around, I fell in love with Shaq. I was a Shaq fan. I just thought he was an unstoppable force. And it was just so fun to watch him just mull over, mull over fucking any, all the whole NBA food, just, you know, like a big ass teddy bear rumbling through and shit and just smashing on everybody, breaking rims, taking on everybody, fool. All fucking just, I just thought he was just a, this unbelievable specimen ay, 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 of a man. And so... I drew to to Shaq a little bit more. He was funny. You know, he was a funny guy, this and that. And a winner, fool. And a winner. Came here to LA, embraced it, loved everything about it. That fool was rapping, commercials, movies. I was eating it all up. Obviously, the rapping sucked and the movie sucked. Of course, we all knew that even then. But I love that it's just his personality. Like, not giving a fuck. And, that, but, and they delivered on, on the court every time. You know, Kobe was more like of a perfect, like, I, I felt like Kobe wanted to beat Jordan and wanted to, like, destroy Jordan and sur be better than Jordan. Like, hey, look at me. I'm better than Jordan. Hey, guys, look at me. I'm better than, like, that's why I didn't like about him. It was like one of those, those kids who tried to be hard to be cool. He was that guy, you know. Uh, So that's why at first, like, I think you Kobe, wait, I guess, whatever. But they started winning championships. Right, 2000, 2000. 
And that's when he won me over, right? And like this guy has, that was three years later, fool, basically. Three, four years. He came in the league, I believe, in 97. So three years later, he's winning championships, fool. And by the those three years, those three, and I'm talking about the hating was during those three years. Like, come on, fool. Win a championship first before you think you are who you are. Relax. Come on. How about you win something first, fool? Then he did. And he was great. And he grew on me, fool. He was like, oh, damn, fucking Kobe. Yes, with the cabron, with the perro. He's a Laker, homie. That's the boy. That's my homie. I always said he's the best dog. I got that. The fool, that fool's fucking bad, eh? That was my boy. Right? Kobe. He won me over. That was Kobe and Shaq. A match made in heaven. Right? These fools were unstoppable, die. Together, it was a beautiful thing to see, fool. Right? But then, here comes the other issues. Uh, Shaq and Kobe couldn't coexist. One of them had to go after the third championship. Right? Fucked up, right? That sucks. Very disappointing. Then I got really mad at Kobe because I heard it was him who was saying, Fuck Shaq, I want him out of here. I want to be, again, Jordan. I want to be the man. I want to be the man. I don't need a Shaq. I don't need a, I don't need another MVP next to me. I want someone a little less than me. Like, I need, I need a Scottie Pippen. You know what I'm saying? And he got his wish, fool. He, he was, and, and he gave the Lakers an ultimatum. Either Shaq goes or I leave to the Clippers or the Bulls or whatever. And when I found that out, I was like really upset at Kobe again, right? He let me down. He's being selfish, ego, all that shit. And I was Team Shaq, fool. I was Team Shaq. I was like, dude, that's fucked up, bro. Fucked up. And they had to trade Shaq. But as I got a little older, not that long later, a year or so after the trade, I realized we made the right move. We made the right move. Shaq was not taking care of himself. He was getting lazier. And I did get upset when Shaq said, I'm going to uh, get surgery during company time. Fucked up. Very selfish. You know, to get surgery during the season rather than off, out of season. Fucked up. He would come in out of shape after this third championship. You know, it's like that band, right, that has all these hits. And now the singer and the lead, lead guitarist or whatever, they, they can't, they can't, they can't get along no more, right? After all these hits they've made. Like the Beatles or the fuck, right? And it sucked, fool. But once I realized that about Jack, I said, damn, we made the right move. Because Kobe is now committed. He's 100% committed to the team. Wants to be here. Wants to win. Wants to keep winning. Does not take losing easily when Shaq was. Shaq was like, fuck it. I already got my three championships. If I win, and, you know, he's just not putting the effort, the same effort that Kobe was. And I realized that. And I saw that. And I was like, nah, man. I, I was wrong. It takes a big man at 24 years old to realize that I am wrong. And I was wrong. Because um, I was going around preaching, fuck Kobe. We should have kept Shaq. We should have kept Shaq. We could have we we kept Shaq. I dev I really turned turned the corner on that and went 180 on it and said, you know, fool, you know, we made the right move. Shaq is nah. Shaq is acabando. He's deteriorating. He's not giving a shit. Complaining, taking time off, gaining weight. Nah, ta cabron. While 
this guy, Kobe, was just getting better and better and better every year. Every year, he was getting better and better, better, better. He wanted that fourth championship, that fifth championship, six, seven. He wanted, he wanted a championship every year. And that's what, like I said, yeah, that's the guy right here, fool. That's the guy. And after that, I never turned back, fool. And I was, and I appreciated every minute of Kobe Bryant, fool, of his career. And I became a big Kobe Bryant cheerleader. And, uh, I wanted him to surpass off Jordan records. I wanted him to obviously win more rec more championships with us. He got to five, two without Shaq. Shaq got one after us, after he left us, but with Dwayne Wade, whatever. But I think, I think, you know, look at some of the teams that Kobe played with, fool. You know? Yeah, we have Paul Gasol, but that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? And Paul Gasol did not show up every day. Even though I really love Paul Gasol, I hope he gets into the Hall of Fame. All right, but we are like players like Kawami, Kawami Brown, you know, and Bynum who fucking sucked after a while, and just a bunch of fucking players died that that weren't really doing much. Lamar Odom showed up every once in a while when he wasn't at brothels, but I don't know. I'm trying to sound like Stephen A. Smith here, dog. I'm sorry. This is it's not my weekend podcast, but I just want to take a moment to give props to the man Kobe Bryant, a big happy birthday and a big shout out to. Kobe Day, and I hope this becomes an actual, maybe obviously not a holiday, but a day of remembrance that we like, honestly, just LA at least takes, does things on this day for Kobe. Um, I went to his, to the Staples Center thing, um, to the little vigil they had outside of the Staples Center. Obviously, I didn't go inside the Staples Center, but I went outside, took my kids, and that was a very impactful day for me and my, my children's. Um, yeah, dog. Uh, we have very sweaty eyes, and uh, it was a very, very emotional time. Um, got to spend that with my kids, and just I'll never forget the feeling of that place, walking around, how everyone just brokenhearted and devastated, and you know, of course, with his beautiful daughter also passing away, and other people involved in that crash. It was just a bad, bad situation. Um, that. Sometimes you just can't, you just ask yourself, why, how, why, dude, but man, right? I, I, I still today, a lot of times I always think about what would Kobe say right now? What would Kobe be doing? Talking about the NBA right now, the Lakers right now, um, just everything in general, the BLM movement, the, obviously he passed away before the pandemic began. He passed away in January 26th and he, in the, um, 2020. Um, a few weeks later, the pandemic started. So all of that, just, uh, wishing, you know, to see what he would be telling us, dog. And, and the progression of his daughter in basketball sports, you know. Um, yeah, I've been known to be a little bit of a sexist. I'm not much of a women sports fan. I'm trying to find the nicest way to say that. <laughs> uh, but this girl was definitely special, dog. She was definitely special, and it would have been very interesting to see where she would have taken women's basketball, dog. It was going to be, yeah, she was going to have the same mamba mentality that Kobe had. And that's what needs, that's what women's basketball needs, that some credibility, some a real superstar. You know, we've had like the Lisa Leslie's and the Candace Parker's and other chicks. But... um 
I don't know. This 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 young lady was gonna be very special, man. Um, with that said, you know, I, I clown around, guys. I talk shit. All right, I talk shit. I, and and nowadays, like, it's even hard to go there because you're so afraid. Like, I hear all these podcasts and people getting canceled and. And oh, okay, he said this on his podcast. People are quoting people's podcasts for what they said and all these things. And oh my God, even like the uh, Matt Damon situation about using the F word at home. And oh my God, I'm so scared of shit like that because it's stupid. It's such dumb shit. But anyways, what I was trying to get at is that I never like women's sports. Like, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm in the majority in this, right? But. I never watch, like, I don't watch WNBA. I don't watch anything like that, fool, right? And uh, I give them the props, and that's where it stops, basically, fool, right? Um, but uh, with that said, I've also coached girls, man. I coach girls, young girls, as early as, you know, first, second grade, third grade, and uh, as high as eighth grade. I've never coached high school. I've never coached high school. But I've coached middle school and elementary sports, all sports, basketball, soccer, and uh, let me tell you, it's it's great. I love coaching girls sports. For uh, I think I like I like honestly I like coaching girls sports more than than boys. Uh, simple fact is just because they're 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 more attentive. They seem like they more they care more. They follow instructions. They do as you say. They don't talk back. They just they just want they want to get better. Guys, a lot of these kids they already think they know it all, right? I I, I I'm. You know, I don't need to do work on my layups. I can do like, shit like that, fool. But girls were always like, they appreciated more, dog. And I had more fun coaching girls. Um, I had a blast, dog. Like I coached like softball and stuff like that. And and I, I just found myself looking back. I remember like caring more when I would coach girls. I would care. Me, me importaba más that they they of their development. And the progressing, progression and shit like that. And of course, even winning. I wanted to win. With the boys, it was just more of a, like, uh, l let's see what we got. Let's see what we got, guys. We're going to run into some stronger teams, bigger, taller teams, faster teams. But let's see what you guys could give me kind of shit. But with girls, it's more like, man, we, we, we improved so much, dog. We got so much better. Like, this girl went from... Being a so-so shooter to a really good shooter and so forth and so on. And I don't know. What I'm trying to tell you is that I, I with all that shit talking that I do about professional women's sports, I really loved, enjoyed coaching girls. It was one of some of the best times of my life, to be honest with you. But I'm just an old school guy, though. I'm just an old school guy where, like, I think sports is important for girls, but not as important for adult women. I just, that's how I feel. I know this, this line right there is going to take out of, going to be taken out of context one day, maybe. But that's just where, how I grew up, my mentality, my old school thinking. I don't think that way anymore, but that's how I always thought. Like my thought was, my, my thing was, I was like, yeah, girls should play, be, girls should be playing sports until they're 18. And then how about, you know, a real career or something? That's just how I started, like a pendejo, right? That's how it was. Um, because, m Professional sports for women is not really a thing, is what I is what I said. Especially back in the nineties, right? There was no uh, WNBA. There was no girls fucking soccer, whatever leagues, whatever. So that's why my mentality is like that, fool. Of course, now it's changed, but not not completely, because there's still more opportunities for men and boys to grow up and go into sports 
careers than women. I'm just saying there's more for them, right? So, like I'm saying, just come on, guys. Let's let do your thingy, do play your volleyball, all that shit, and then go into what you really want to do. That that was just my thing right there, fool. And I know I'm already getting myself in big trouble by saying this shit, but fuck it, dog. Fuck it. And, uh, but I don't really mean it. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> nah, it's just a trip, man. Uh, I, you know, it's cause then, uh, I, again, I, I'm talking a little bit out of line here because I don't have all the facts in front of me, but I, I, like when I hear shit like women in sports deserve to get paid more money and they should be paying as, getting paid as much as men, like relax. Come on, dog. Come on, guys. I think WNBA was one of those. I was like, we should be getting paid more than we are. You're lucky there's a fucking league. You're lucky there's a league that people can go see you at, man. Like, have you seen these stadiums? Have you seen these arenas? Nobody's showing up. And it's not even the men. Women are not supporting women in these, in these leagues. Where are the women at? Why isn't there a bunch of, like, Sparks jerseys being worn by women like... Like, Laker jerseys are being worn by men. Why? Like, pero quieren que les paguen igual, wey? Like, come on, dog. Come on. Come on. Let's just be real. Like, it, it's, it's business at the end, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not really talking out of my ass. I think we are. I'm just saying what we was facts here, fool. I'm basically saying facts, right? Uh, I don't understand. Like, uh, the gay community is backing up WNBA. Like, you see a lot of gay people at, at these games, fool, but not enough. You know, not enough. Uh, I mean, there should be more gay people there. There should be more women at these games. I, 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 with women come men. Like, if women want to go to the game, men are going to go. Like, but come on, compare a, a Sparks game to a Laker game, fool. Like, come on, dick. Come on. And they want to get paid the same as business at the end of the day, fool. So, I don't know. But all I said, I think, what I was trying to, I was trying to compliment, uh, women's sports. That it, they've definitely done a, a really good job. And I, first of all, sticking to it, the WNBA should have bankrupt a long time ago. And I'm sure it's losing money. But the NBA puts pumps money into that league to keep it going. And I'm good with that. Like, I'm not against that. I think that's a great thing. It's a great thing. We need to have women's professional sports. Um are we gonna watch it? I mean, I'm not, at least not me, but maybe some some of you guys will, and that's fine. That needs to be there. Needs to be outlets for everything. But anyways, I don't know, Doc. I don't even know where I'm getting that. With that said, happy birthday, Kobe. Let's take a break. Yo, my comedy album, "It's Not My Weekend," is playing exclusively on Pandora right now. You can listen to it entirely on demand and for free by just searching for it on the app. You can listen to it spinning all day, any day, 24 hours on Sirius XM comedy stations all night and all day. Sirius XM and Pandora is the audio home for comedy fans with tons of exclusive comedy albums and original comedy content. Check me out right there, bro. Just search my name. It'll pop up. Late. All right, all right. I'm back. Uh, it's still Kobe Day. It's still Tuesday. Uh, just took a little quick break. I had to run some errands. But I'm back just waiting for this Dodger game to start. Big series this week. Big series. Padres, Dodgers in San Diego. And no, I am not there. I won't be there. But I did break my uh, losing streak. I was at a game when the Dodgers won. 
Uh, I believe it was against the Mets this last Monday. When was it? I forgot where it was. Uh, but yeah, I was there. Have fun. Fucking um, Dodger dogs, bro. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my goodness, bro. I don't know what's going on with these Dodger dogs, but they're getting worse every game. First game, they were fine. And as second was okay. And then it was, it was around the fourth or fifth game, I'm like, hmm. These are not the, these don't taste, I know they changed Dodgers, not Farmer John's anymore, I get that, so I give them a try, the first time, first game I went, and I like them, I'm like, they're fine, they're fine, they're just still, it's still a Dodger dog, but no way they're not, I think it's not even the weenie, the weenie is fine, it's the bread, the bread is horrible, it's stale, it falls apart, it's hard, it's not good, fool, not good, so... I know I'm not the only one because all my kids are complaining and them fools don't complain, dog. They eat their shit and they eat their, especially if it's, if it's fast food, they, they don't complain, dog. They'll eat it. But all of them, all of the breads fell apart. And it happened the game before too, but we we're just like, ah, maybe it's just a bad batch because it hadn't happened before. So, yeah. I remember it, it, it happened to like a couple of us, but not all of us. So I was like, ah, maybe it's just a bad batch of breads. Pero no, this time it happened again. So, yeah, I'm sure people are going to start complaining. And I'm hoping a change comes soon because it's not good. It's not really the Winnie. I think the Winnie is fine, like I said, fool, because I know Farmer John is not their brand no more. But um, it's overall, it's really bad, really bad, fool. Um, It it gave me a legit stomachache, fool. So that's not good. We got a really bad batch, fool. So, um, and that's, I've never got sick from a Dodger dog ever i enjoy every one i've ever had so that's not good fool that is not good my kids never complain either fool and they complained so other than that the dodgers won i know this is like a little bit of a, a sports episode i don't want it to be that but i don't have much else dog i was in washington yakima washington this weekend with his Poveda. we had a blast man we had a blast beautiful little town yakima dog let me tell you fool they call it the palm springs of washington and I guess it's only because that it's like a valley and there's plenty of sun there. And if you know the state of Washington, uh, sun the sun is not around much. The sun is not around much. So, but in that particular part of Yakima of Washington, there's plenty of sun. It was clear blue skies, beautiful, beautiful weather, low 80s, like L.A. weather, fool. And so that's warm for them, right? That's really warm for them because the state of Washington, Seattle, it's really bad, right? It's always cold. We landed in Seattle. It was cloudy as fuck, uh, cold, not cool, right? But as soon as we entered Yakima, which is like a two and a half hour drive, once you hit that valley, everything cleared up, fool. So I'm guessing we're like go up higher in elevation or something. I don't know where the fuck we're at, dog, to be honest with you, fool. I'm not a compass, dog. But... Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, uh, beautiful. There's the art crack kids. There's homelessness. Y la chingada. But all in all, a lot of beautiful homes. Cheap houses. Full beautiful fucking three bedrooms, two bathroom houses. Garage, driveway, big yard for like 250 grand, dog. I mean, get the fuck out of here, dog. Um, but you have to live in Yakima. That's the problem, fool. That's the issue. It's a small little town, fool. They say it's only like about 250,000 people live there or something like that. And um, we had a cool little turnout for about 100 people die. It wasn't that crazy, fool. But uh, each night, we did a Saturday and a Sunday show. Each night had about 100 people. 
Um, I'm about expect. I was expecting a little bit more to be honest with you, but uh, there was also like some fires going on in the area, so uh, there was like a lot of smoke and shit. So there was like smoke advisories, bad air quality advisories, la chingada. That didn't help. Uh, but there's a lot of Mexicans there, a lot of Latinos there, dog. Again, they just didn't. The promoting was not as strong. I did radio and everything for them. Uh, I did my part, whatever I could do, you know, with my 20,000 fucking Instagram followers and f- whatever followers I have on Facebook and, and TikTok. I did what I could. But, you know, it comes down to when I go to these shows, I really rely on the local the local uh, producer, promoter to push the show, dog. And I'm not blaming him. He did what he could. But... It wasn't enough, what I'm trying to say, dog, so to get the word out. Because there was a lot of Mexicans. I saw a lot of Mexicans around town. Everywhere I went, there was Latinos. I was feeling good about it. I'm like, damn, I like I like this place here. I, I could do really well here. But you just got to let motherfuckers know. You got to let motherfuckers know. There's a comedy show. And uh, I guess the word I wasn't, the word didn't spread as it should have, right? So, But it is what it is, dog. A lot of it, obviously, is my name. I have to get, that's what I mean by when I tell you guys. I got to get funnier, not funnier, but famouser, dog. I got to get famouser. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm doing what I can. I'm trying to TikToks. I'm starting to Instagrams. I'm trying to tweeting. I'm trying everything. I'm writing new material. I'm doing everything. I'm performing as well as I can on that stage so people could come back. And uh, I'm just doing what I can, dog, my part, fool. And uh, I, I don't get discouraged. There's a lot of good things happening, like I've said. Uh, in fact, we got an American Wannabes comedy special coming out on Roku TV, bro. Roku TV. And if you don't have Roku TV, come on. Everybody has Roku TV, right? And it comes, it comes with a very smart TV. So, and it's free, dog. All right? So, uh, we shot we shot this, like, back in 2017 or something like that. Back in, like, four or five years ago. From the same producers of our Entre No special, they, we, me and Jesus hit them up. Like, hey, man, we want to do our own shit. Uh, what's up? And we partnered up with them, did our thing, me, Jesus, and Christian did a little bit of time. He was a host, but, uh, and then, so they were like shopping it around, trying to get it to, you know, the Netflixes and the Hulus and uh, it didn't work out. So they put it, they're putting it on, they, they, Roku bought it, basically Roku bought it. They hit us up. Hey man, Roku's interested. You're down. We're like, yeah, fuck it. It's been like four years. We forgot all about that shit. Uh, and we did it half-assedly, bro. It's not even like it was something that was le- real legit. It was shot during one of the Entre No specials that I believe that one I was on, the Entre Nos episode. So we pitched it to him at the time. And he's like, look, man, this is what I could do. We could use the stage, everything that's already set up for the Entre Nos. We use that for your thing. Come here an hour earlier. We'll, we'll film your shit. You and Jesus do 30 minutes each. Christian does a few minutes. And then we'll see what we can do. And so basically, we were like the we we were were the openers. I was the opener to my own show, which is crazy, right? So I was the op- we me and the suits we opened as people were coming in. People were there as of six o'clock. We went up right at six. We had to end by seven to get the entre nose taping going. So it was like half the people were there only at six o'clock, and but we had a blast. We did a I think we did a good job. I remember having a good time on stage. To be honest with you, I don't remember what jokes I did. Uh, the editor said that I did some of my Netflix shit, some of my, some of my weekend shit. Like I did a little fuse because I did. You got to keep in mind at that time, it's not my weekend special had not been shot yet. I have not done it yet. So this was before that. And so, and I was just coming off the, 
the Netflix shit. So at that time, I didn't have a lot more, more material. I was still working on my stepfather shit and my it's not my weekend stuff. I was still building that material when this opportunity came up. So I believe we did like 25 minutes. I don't think we did the whole 30. But we did like 25 minutes each because I remember Christian was supposed to do like 10 and I think he did something, right? So basically what I'm trying to tell you, uh, yeah, it's a little fusion of that. It's going to be a little, some old jokes, some jokes you've heard already. That's basically my 2017 material, guys, in a nutshell. So I'm hoping there's stuff there that I don't use anymore, that I've rarely used, that uh, it goes up there. But to be honest, I don't even remember what I did. I don't. I don't. Um, yeah, it was it was a blur, fool, to be honest with you. But I had a good time on stage. And it was just one of those things where, like, we filmed it. He, like, basically, the guy, the producer, he filmed it for us. Edited it, went in partnership with us, and we're gonna go. We worked out a deal where he if he, he sells it, he gets a piece and gives us the rest. And the deal went through with Roku. We're we're shooting for Prime, we're shooting for Hulu, we're shooting for everybody else. No se hizo. I understand. Uh, it is what it is, but we we're, it's gonna get on Roku, fool. So like I, I think September first is gonna air. So it's gonna be called the American Wannabes Comedy Special. So please check that out. With that said, we're also got a comedy tour in line. Los Toxicos Tour, which, by the way, I'm getting some pushback from Jesus and other not-so-fucking-smart people saying that Los Toxicos Tour sounds like a Spanish comedy tour. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> now, I get the Spanish... That's Los Toxicos, right? But it also says tour. And nowhere in a flyer does it say Comedia en Español, En Vivo, A Todo Color, Este Sábado, Viernes, en la, en Los Esperamos, Boletos a la Venta. Nothing like that says on a flyer. Nothing. Only Los Toxicos tour. Everything else is in English. All right? And we all, we all everybody on that tour has a pretty good fan base. Maybe except Jesus. <laughs> but everybody has a good fan base. Obviously, Frankie Quinones, a.k.a. Creeper, right? Uh, Concrete, huge on TikTok and Instagram, huge. And yours truly, Jerry Garcia from HBO Max. Jesus Sepulveda from Netflix. We all have credits and a fan base that know that we do comedy in English. All right? Uh, um. We're not Franco's Camilla, right? We're not fucking uh, Luis de Alba. We're not Tres Tristes Tigres. We're us. And our fan base know that we're, in, we're English comics, all right? Uh, we were just going back and forth. We are arguing this for a while. He was trying, I, I, I just said it's too late to change it, first of all. Second of all, it's not a big deal. I think really just really dumb people will think this show is in Spanish, if you see the flyer, like if you see the promotion, you see that everything's written in English and nowhere there does it say it's a Spanish show. If you see any Spanish show, it's the fucking flyers in Spanish or it'll say Comedia en Español. Right. So I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Maybe you guys are with Sue's on this. I, I, I don't see it. Dog. We are Latinos. We are Mexican. We do speak Spanish. 
We are Spanglish speaking mofos. So yes, that's where those toxicos came, uh, came from. Now, I'm not even defending the name itself, that, but I'm not crazy about it, fool. I'm not crazy about those, those toxicos, right? I came up with it, all right? I'll take full blame and responsibility for the name. But I threw it out there. It was just one of those, throw it to the wall and see if it sticks. We're in a group chat, all four of us, Frankie, myself, Concrete, and Suze. When we came up with this this tour, we're throwing out uh, names for the tour. Nothing was hitting. I threw out those toxicos and guys laughed and somebody said, yes, fine, let's go with that. For We even said, let's go for that. Let's go with that for now. Let's go with that for now. So we let it sit there. We let it simmer. All right. We all went our separate ways. We would check in every once in a while on the on the on the text thread just for other shit like dates, hotel information, flights information, all this shit, right? And and I once again, are we good with those toxicals? I even said in the text, I said, are we still good with those toxicals? Cause I'm not married to it. All right. I'm down to change it if anybody has anything better. Did anyone put anything better? Nada, güey. Nada. No one. So, and so this went to everybody, fool. Like, so, I, yeah, I'll take full responsibility that I came up with the name, but I don't want to take credit for it, if you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, I also like the name. I think the name is fitting. The name, you know, Toxicos is a, is a slang that's going around right now that is hip with the kids. Ay, 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 ay. Right? It's a, it's a word that we use, that we're throwing around a lot right now. So, I like it. I like it. Maybe we could have gone with just Toxicos Tour, but then, I don't know, I kind of feel it needs the, the loss in front of it, right? But the loss is where I feel people are getting lost with, right? I think that's the one that's throwing people off, like, laws, you know? But then again, Los Bukis are on tour right now, but it doesn't say Los Bukis Tour. It says La Gira... De los bookies, reencuentro de los bookies. No dice los bookies tour. And it doesn't say los bookies tour Friday, August 28th, Saturday, August. It doesn't say that, fool. It says it in Spanish. All right. By the way, I'm not going to that fucking concert. I had an opportunity to go to a Saturday's concert. But unfortunately, that is my son's birthday party, Nicolás. So I am stranded on death row with nowhere to go that day. I cannot go. I had a chance to go Saturday. Some tickets became available. I can only go Friday, but now even Friday is fucked. I got two shows on Friday. This Friday I got a Ha Ha Comedy, ha ha Comedy Club Friday, 8.30 show. Then I'm going to jump over to the, to the Hollywood Laugh Factory Friday night. Same night, later that night. So anyways, I'm very disappointed that I'm not going to those bookies tour. Please take a lot of videos. Please share. I am, I'm very hurt, man. I've been, you know, I hear the, I, I put on my AirPods, especially in the flight. Right now, when we're going to Washington, I put on my flight, uh, my my shit, and I listen to music. And uh, you know, I got that shit on shuffle. That's how I roll. I always have my shit on shuffle, dog. I never like knowing what so what song is next. I hate that fool. I hate that. And if I have to skip the song, either I'm not in the mood to hear it. Or it's got to go. It's got to get deleted, fool. So that's my rule. So, now when the sun comes on, obviously, 
I downloaded it into that shit through my uh, iMusic, I, Apple I, Apple Music or whatever the fuck you call it, right? So I chose it to be there. So if I chose it to be there, it means I like it. So if I ever have to skip it, that fucking song got to go. The only way it'll get a pass is that, you know, I'm not in the mood for fucking hit them up right now. I don't like, I don't, I'm not in the mood for disrespectful lyrics right now. Right? Or I'm not in the mood for pinche cortavenas el próximo viernes, pinche, whatever his fucking name is. Right? Uh, but anyways, those bookie songs will come on and I was jiving to it. I was vibing. And then a little tear will start coming down my cheek that I'm not going to be at the fucking concert, dog. Oh, man, dog. It really low-key hurts a lot, fool, because this is something I had dreamed of, were waiting for, expecting. Not expecting, I mean, anticip- I mean not even anticipating. I never thought this day would come is what I'm trying to say. And it's here. And I'm not going to go. So all I can hope for is that they do this again. That's all I can hope for, dog. So... I never saw Vicente Fernandez in concert, and I really regret that. I had opportunities to go when I was younger. I have a homie of mine who would go every year. He was a huge Vicente Fernandez fan, and he would go every year. For, he went like 10 years in a row. It was like a thing. Y no te mientos, güey. Siempre me invitaba, güey. He would always call me. Yo, you going to the Chente concert? Chente concert's coming up. Chente concert. He, this is broke bro people shit, dog. Because it's from like, we were like, from not, when, at the age of 19, 20 to like, I don't know. He stopped inviting after a while, to be honest with you. But he invited me like five, six years in a row. And a few times, of course, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Fucking put me down. Put me down. But they would buy that fucking dope seats, right? They wouldn't buy no nosebleeds. So they would always buy like, oh, it's going to be 350 bucks. Ugh, $350 for plus a date? Oh, man. Because they would go with chicks or ladies or wives. Oh man, dog And you know, I was actually married Or dating my girl at the time So I was like, I can't go by myself She's not gonna let me go by myself, fool $350, $200, $280 I was like, man So every year it was like Siempre le sacaba, wey Honestly, it was broke people shit, dog it was bro- I always had money But not like concert money Not like $700 on ticket Concert ticket money I don't have that kind of money, dog I got... Hundred dollars, fucking nice restaurant money meal, and that that's it. That's my load right there. And it's not even that I'm tight. I just didn't have it. You know, my bank account had like eight hundred dollars in it. Fool, I can't drop seven hundred bucks. Fool, like, come on, dick. So now I had the money. Fool, like, I bought tickets to go see uh, Los Angeles Azules. I'm gonna go see them. I dropped some pretty good money on that. I bought tickets to go see the Las Vegas Raiders this year. Uh, December 26th, I'm going to go see the, the Raiders. It's a surprise for my kids. That's their Christmas gift, dog. I bought four seats. Me and right now, I, 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 honestly, I just want to take the two big kids. I don't want to take Nikki, but if I have to, I will. Um, so hopefully I'm, I'm dating some badass chick by that time and I could take her. But if not, uh, either that or I might invite Raul, but he obviously has to pay me for the tickets because I paid... Uh, I don't even want to tell you how much I paid for, but I paid a lot of fucking money for these fucking seats, dog. A lot of money for four tickets. So, uh, I, may, I may invite Raul, because Raul's a big-time Raider fan. He's a huge Raider fan. I would invite Jesus, maybe. Jesus is a possibility. But he's usually in Arizona during that time with his parents, family. And he's not a big Raider football fan, so, you know. But he would want to go just to the, for experience. But if you go, we're going to Vegas, dog. So we have to like stay in Vegas, party in Vegas, but I'm going to have my kids. So it's all this situation, dog, right? But that's why I don't want to take Nikki because at least with my boys, I can leave them in the room and I can go fuck around. 
But if I take Nikki, I'm stuck with that fool, dog. I can't. So that's the problem. That's the problem right now. But uh, we'll figure this out as we go, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll drop money for something like that. Like I'll drop money where I, something I really want to do. I'm, ba- I'm backed up. Bookies was one of those things. I was down for those bookies. But Friday, Saturday, guys, you guys are killing me, dog. Friday, Saturday, you guys are killing me, fool. Killing me, dog. And then I couldn't find anybody to go with me either. Like I didn't know who to go with. You know, I could take my, my white baby's mama, dog. We cool. But she don't know about those bookies, way. She don't know nothing about those bookies, way. You know? If I take one parent, I got to take my other parent. I got to take both parents. That's three fucking tickets. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, whatever, about those bookies. My dad's more of a fucking Norteño music. You know, my mom's more of a fucking, I don't know, cumbias. I don't know what the fuck she likes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and who the fuck am I going to take? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Who? And anyways, I knew I had to work. I knew it's a weekend, fool. I have to work. I got to work. I work weekends, fool. Like, come on, dick. Anyways, fool. I am very disappointed in myself and in the situation. All right, I got to go, man. I got to go. Dodger Kings about to start, fool. Um, they need to win, fool. They need to fucking sweep these motherfuckers, dog. We need to get back back get in first place, fool, and handle this shit. Uh, shout out to all the people that hung out with us in Yakima, Washington, fool. Uh, Peter Wilmer, Mayra, Victor, uh, a few and their significant others. Uh, but they're who I'm naming are the, the ones who are big, big uh, podcast listeners. Thank you so much. Um, there was other ones, too, that they didn't come hang out with us after the show. So I forgot their names, to be honest with you. But they bought merch. They brought out American Wannabes t-shirts. They brought they bought some. Um and uh, we just had a great time, dude. Uh, we did. Uh, Yakima was beautiful. We want to do it again. We hope to be back. And uh, yeah, oh man, um, I'm excited. Other than that, uh, Los Toxicos, where I was trying to get at too, Los Toxicos tour. Right now, it's only going to be, we only got two cities right now, guys. We're trying to add more, but we can't commit until we want to see these two shows, how they go first. How the vibe is, how, we do, how well we do in sales. Uh, just the lineup itself. We don't really know what we're going to do. How are we going to do it? Concrete is an IG star. Um, new to stand-up. So we don't know what the fuck he's going to do right now. Like what kind of routine he's got in line in place. Uh, Frankie just came off his HBO special. He's got his own fucking uh, tour for that that I was supposed to do in 2020 but got fucked over because of the pandemic. Well, that's what Frankie Quinones is doing right now. He's touring his whole HBO special tour. And so he's really busy with that. He's having a hard time committing to more shows. But if these shows in Arizona and San Diego go very well, then obviously it's going to be a no-brainer to keep doing it. So that's what we're hoping for right now. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, September 23rd, Thursday night. One night only Los Toxicos. Followed by San Diego, California. San Diego Laugh Factory. It's a brand new comedy club. San Diego Laugh Factory. We got four shows there. Two Friday, two Saturday, October 1st, October 2nd. Please join us. Tickets on sale now on ComedianJerryGarcia.com, motherfuckers. And I hope to see you guys there. If not, let motherfuckers know, Doc. Let them know. All right? And depending on how these shows go, si yo quiere, we're going to add more. I want to add more, fool. Uh, I know El Paso's down, Dallas is down, Houston is down, Brett Improv is down, Ontario wants it, Oxnard is down, but we're holding off. We're holding off. We cannot com- uh, we cannot este- commit yet until we're all on the same board, that we all 
had a good job, good job, did a good job, and made good money out of it this too. We're also splitting the pie four ways, dog. So we got to make sure that ticket sales are worth it where we can make enough money to keep doing it, dog, to be honest with you. Just, I mean, if 100 people show up, we're not going to make that much money, which I muere, I muere, y ya chingue su madre, wey. Pero hopefully things go well and uh, we get to add a lot more dates for you guys, man. And I hope those bookies add a lot more dates too. So that's my wish for sure. Guys, I'm out of here, man. Thank you so much. Have a great fucking week, man. All right? It's uh, August almost over. It's my son's birthday on Thursday, August 26th. Happy birthday, Nicolas Garcia. I love you mother to death, little man. And Kobe Bryant, happy birthday to you. And happy Kobe Bryant Day. All right? Have a good one, everybody.